on the 11th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 11 kick-ass songs, 10k tips, 9 pubs in Lycra, 8 bloody nipples, 7 moaning minis, 6 training runs, 5... Five running fast, we completely have six. Four laps of nuts, three ways to go up to number twos, and a ship marathon called Edinburgh. Way! Happy Easter! Happy Easter! Happy New Year 2018! Happy New Year! Happy Millennium! Yeah! Oh, it is. is it, it, we should confess our listeners the date, shouldn't we? Uh, yeah, it's it's the eleventh day of Christmas. The, exactly, that's what I, I was meaning to say. The what people what people don't know is that because we are a multi faith podcast, we have to make sure that we're doing this on Chinese New Year. Yes, that's yes. right. We're doing it on the Gregorian Gregorian calendar as well. Yeah. Although well, that might be the one that we use. Well, anyway. That is the one that we yeah, use. It's the Roman calendar. Is the one that we don't. The use. Augustus. The Augustus calendar. The Augustus. Oh, really? Is it? No, I've just I've guessed at that. The Augustus it's, it's, calendar. It, that'd be my twenty percent chance in a quiz guess. <laughs> but um, hello again. It's been a while since since the tenth day. It's been a long day that that tenth day, wasn't it? I tell you what. Um, it 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 was basically down to reader feedback. They said that. It was so intense up till that tenth day <laughs> that we needed to sort of leave off it, and because we like to do things differently, um, we decided to have a really long gap and it had nothing to do whatsoever with the fact that we planned to uh, record the last two um, when we well we went when we went to the pub and <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying you can have too much of a good thing? Then is that is that the message we've been trying to, to prove with this? Well, I, well, let me let into a little secret here that actually um, Apple um, and the iTunes store said to uh, said to me, Jody, Jody, you and David, you're doing so well. You're doing so much good for a podcasting in the UK. But the problem yeah. is the act, the volume of downloads coming from your Twelve Days of Christmas. Can you just leave off those last two days because there literally is no bandwidth left. People can't get their, you know, their serial podcast or their Adam Buxton show podcast simply because of the popularity of the Twelve Days of Christmas. So leave off the last two. You know, do it, do it in the new year. And so, I, yeah, who am I? Who am I to deny other people um, losing out on uh, on on their favourite podcast episodes? We've got to let other people have a chance. Dads who've had really tough Christmas aren't going to be able to watch enough porn over Christmas because of the, the lack of bandwidth. So, um, happy Christmas, dads. <laughs> wank away, wank away. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that a catchphrase or a, like a key uh, phrase in a film? Oh, no, no, no. That's, happy that's, happy that's, Christmas, dad, wank away. No, 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 no. That's, that's swing away, isn't it? That's from signs, swing away. No, what, why have you even gone into that territory? Um, well, I thought it's, it's a welcome back, really. That's why we've got to, we've got to remind them what we're all about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the eight people still listening to us have uh, have completely forgotten. See, I've, I've actually forgotten what what eleven days was. Uh, what, what did we kick say? Ass, kick ass songs. Kick ass songs. Nice. Oh yeah, that's right. So a friend of mine, uh, Emre, 
also known as a family member. No, that's not family member. It's a good friend. Oh, what's her hash really, name? Really good friend there. Really good friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, family member's Kitty. I can't remember M Ray's um, hash name, but she we were we we're down the pub, and she asked us what we listen to. So kick our songs or just songs in general yeah, when I mean, we're running. This is so personal, isn't it? I mean, everyone has their, their favourite type of songs, but I certain ones become part of your like repertoire, don't they? When on different types of runs, do you have do you have different runs for like a slow run or a different run when you're you're you know, you're going for a time or or one that you have that kicks in in the last mile or, or something like that? Well, when I'm training, I'll just listen to random shuffle. It's just whatever I don't know, comes that, in. I've never heard of that band. What are they? Is that like? Are they Belgian? Is that like Belgian dub or something like that? Random shuffle. You do know them. Yeah. You do know them. Yeah, they're fantastic at that. <laughs> but um, yeah, if I'm if I'm running, I'll. In fact, even when I'm racing, I'll, I'll just have random shuffle on in general because I'm not organised enough to to get it all prepared. I did one year when I was taking marathon running a bit too seriously have a slow playlist and a fast playlist. Oh, really? And the plan was I was going to switch when I got tired. And I did. And I think it might have worked. But it's a lot of work to go to just to get the songs right. Yeah, that's that's a lot of work. I know they, the, I think the Nike app, a button, your power song that you can press. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does have a power song. Yeah. Have you, what, I mean, what would yours be? There's, uh, um, mine would be uh, Beginning of the Twist by the Future Heads. I don't know. There's something about that. There's something just really like powerful and dynamic about it. Which song? The f- Beginning the of the Twist heads. by the Future Heads. Have you heard of it? I can feel it. Yeah, that's it. I can feel it. Yeah. Also, just 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 the listeners, we are intentionally seeing these songs badly. It's uh, this. It's it's to stop us from copyright. breaching copyright. Yeah. yeah. Basically, if, if we see it too well, we'll get sued. If we don't sing it well enough, you're not going to know what it is. So it's actually quite an art to uh, to sing these songs badly enough, which I think we'll hopefully perfect tonight. <laughs> yes, That's totally. quite a random song, then. Well, why? That's know? quite. An... I don't know. I, I I listen to like various various tunes, and for some reason, that one it I don't know. It feels like a proper running song. I'm going to quickly because I, I can't think how it starts. I'm, so, Future Heads. What's it called? Running begin, of a begin, Twist. Beginning of the Twist. There's something right. There's something about it where it plays, and I can almost picture like a montage of me running. <laughs> like, what are you wearing in your montage? And no, no. But then, like, there's different bits. So there's like me on a treadmill, and then there's me like doing like sort of running along a, a ridge somewhere, and then there's me like doing that shot where you like run right past the camera. And I, I, can we make this happen? We, can we film this? Oh, Pete could film this, couldn't he? Pete, Pete's good. Pete, with, could, Pete, Pete can make anyone look like they're an athlete. <laughs> he <laughs> I mean, can too, indeed. Too cleverly cutting uh, bits of uh, bits of film together. Um, we could probably get the future heads to come and record it with us as well. I mean, I can't imagine they're. But I, I don't think even at the time they released this, they were busy. Let alone now. No. No. But I'm giving it a quick listen, and there's oh, it's it's one of those annoying tracks. It's got quite a long intro before the music even comes. Oh, oh, it's quite punchy. It's it quite punchy, punchy stuff, isn't it? It's kind of Maximo Parkish. 
I don't know. I don't really know Maximo Park. I didn't really. Uh... Well, I think you should look into it if you like the future heads. I think you'd be happily surprised. I don't know. I don't know. It's like anything else with the future heads. I just like that song. Actually, if you listen to, there's a Future Heads remix, Hounds of Love, which is, uh, I mean, their song Hounds of Love by... Hounds of Love? Say, yeah, that, by Kate Bush. Is that, <laughs> is, that, is that another Tinder profile? Yeah, <laughs> it should be, actually. But yeah, they've done a Kate Bush version, and it's amazing. And then it's been remixed with the, oh, what's the band called? A really uh, a Scandinavian, quite gay camp pop band mixed together it's unbelievable i'll try and find it so um i'll post it in the facebook group but um i'll tell you what th- those power songs so many people choose the wrong song in my mind what in Bec- what in what how, how is it wrong what like the wrong sort of beat or go on explain well well i think if you have a the concept is when it comes on you then have the association with being a hero you yeah. then smash it out the it, montage it really- yeah yeah, the montage, exactly. <laughs> even even Rocky had a montage. <laughs> so, so um, but people choose things like Rocky, the yeah. theme tune, or Eye of the Tiger. Isn't that the same thing? The no, no, the so that's the Rocky theme tune. Yeah. I the tiger. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's in it. But the the trouble is, it's a good song to get it, get you pumping. But every single marathon or half marathon that has any band plays it constantly. So you're going along on the marathon, three miles in, you suddenly hear your power song, and your whole body's like, "We've got a sprint! We've got a sprint! Come on, this is it!" So you can't control it. It's too common. You need a song that's not going to be played just by everyone anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. They, uh, I've, I, you always hear, um, what's it called? I got a feeling that's always played at. Yeah, that was played for age. I remember like doing so many marathons, and that's played like sort of like four or five miles in, you know, in some city marathons where there's you're just like no, wrong time, wrong time. And, and also the irony with that song, if I've ever been to an event where they've played that song, it's not been a good time. <laughs> It's never been. If they play that singing thing, it is not going to be a good time now because this is one of those kind of events that they need to play this song to make you realise that it's meant to be a good time. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for that. Will I am? So go on. What's your what's your um, like your power song? Oh, well, I had when I came up with the playlist for the marathon. I had about an hour's worth, but I'd say I, I tend to go with some uh, pretty punchy rock. Yeah. So something like uh, My Hero by the Foo Fighters, one of my favourite songs of all time, um, or Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Go With The Flow, where it's it's not just the, the rhythm of it, but it's so noisy, it consumes your headphones, it kind of blurts into your ears, so that it's all you can hear, this, this throbbing bass, and um, oh yeah, really gets me pumping. But have, you, have you heard of the song Catch by Kashin? Yes, I love that. That used to be my ringtone on my uh, on my phone. Really? Yeah, amazing. I love that. Yeah, I absolutely love that song. I think designed as the best running song of all time. I, don't know what, I mean, never, the lyrics are out of my way. I've never, I've never run to it. Thinking about it. Oh, oh just listen to it that. in your head. Yeah, tomorrow morning, set up a camera, run past the camera. Maybe set it up so really wide angle, so you can do. 
200 meters yeah. run past the camera with a, with a normal song <laughs> and then have it with Kashin on and see if we can notice the difference <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's a good that's a good test oh that's how I yeah. love that oh wow and the lyrics are out of my way I'm coming I'm going to catch you if I can yeah yeah. It's so good. And from the start, it's just dun 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 just properly pumping. Yeah, I love that song. Although it would be slightly different. Be, I will try to catch up with you if I can. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I like the idea of the start line. You hear the song and you're just pulling people aside. <laughs> just trying to get to the front before the gun's gone. Yeah. Yeah, so are there any other tracks that you'd go to? Well, I, I actually have like a slow running playlist as well so when i was doing mm. like my long runs i'd have i'd have i would have like you said i'd have a like a, a fast list and a, and a slow list and the one thing that i learned through reading like chi running was that you're supposed to just take it as slow as possible so i try to find songs that were as relaxing as possible and yeah. like one of my favorite songs on a long run which is perfect because it's especially if you're out like running in the uh, you know out in the sort of countryside and stuff and it's really quiet and you can like listen to it quite carefully and you're not like breathing too heavily and stuff it's Stairway to yeah. Heaven by Led Zeppelin which I just think is like a perfect long run song is, is it quite a long song as well? Uh, well that's a good thing about it so you like you, li- you, know, you listen to it and you, you've done about three miles by the end of it and that's the thing you're just filling your time with, with those sort of longer songs but then I, have, I ever t- have I ever mentioned my Bohemian Rhapsody strategy? <laughs> what? what are you laughing at? Um, no, I'm just trying to guess what that means. <laughs> okay, wait, no, have a guess, God. Have a guess what you think that means. I'm just trying. Oh, because it starts slow, isn't it? And then it ends quite frantically. So, are you trying to find a race that is the exact length of time of the Bohemian Rhapsody? No, 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 no. I, I, Bohemian Rhapsody is a um, a strategy that um, that I use when I feel awful. Okay. So basically, Bohemian Rhapsody is what six minutes long. Normally, like if you're if you're if you're doing like a, a sort of a long ultra and stuff, there's, it comes to a point where you feel awful. There is like one yeah. point in it where you've got you hit like uh, I don't know what, what it normally is. It's like somewhere in the thirties or or something like that, and you feel dreadful. Um, yeah. But you think, okay, all I need to do is like run another mile or so, or, and I'll feel better again. So a strategy yeah. when that happens is if I sing. Bohemian Rhapsody, the whole of Bohemian Rhapsody myself, by the time it gets to the end of Bohemian Rhapsody, I'll probably feel better. And it's okay. worked every time. I, I'd like live by it. So that's really interesting because Paula Radcliffe yeah. counts to 100. Oh, does she? Yeah. I think mine's a better idea. Yeah, it's much more fun. It's much more fun when people, are, you know, when you're going scaramouche, scaramouche to yourself like on a, on a marathon. Although, if you're trying to conserve your energy, I think probably hers is a better strategy than going through. Because <laughs> I almost, I, I find it quite hard now not to do some of the actions. <laughs> it's like when you're nutting people coming in the opposite direction <laughs> when you get to that part of the song. Oh, completely. But there's, um, there's this guy I met called, uh, a few years ago called Sean Blair. And he created this company called Audio Fuel. Yeah. And his whole. The, the, the company was based on the idea that you should be running at 180 beats per minute. Yeah. That's the perfect cadence. Yeah. And so all of the tracks are based around that. But then he'll do training plans where 
you could do a pyramid session and the music will change the tempo as you're meant to be changing your own tempo. Right. And, and so you, in theory, you just listen to the music and it, it makes you more focused, makes you run better, and it takes you through the whole of your workout, which I think is a pretty cool idea. I've never tried it, but I I'd love I'd the idea of it. Don't lots of apps allow you to do that now? Doesn't Spotify allow you to do that? They probably do it now. This was this was probably about six years ago. Oh, right. he... Okay, yeah, because so it's, it's built into a lot of things now, isn't it? As as standard, being able to 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 match the uh, match your cadence with with the beat of of, of certain songs, or it will slow a song down to to match your cadence. And actually, when when I tr- tried switching, when I, when I switched to four foot running, because I thought, well, I'm changing my running style, I might as well change it all. I did then choose songs that had 180 beats per minute of my soundtrack. And so whenever I went out for that first one mile, two mile, three mile, it was always at 180 beats per minute. And I was then running intentionally to that every single time I ran so that I could, in theory, learn to pace myself perfectly. How how do those apps work? Because what happens if you have a load of songs on your playlist that are like really slow or really fast? Does it just have like? Does it like really slow it down? I'm, I'm, I've never used them. Well, this I didn't actually use an app. I just chose songs that were that pace. Um, so really limited. Actually, I had to Google. I had to go on to. Um, that there's not many songs that actually fit that. And so I, I went on to websites and was having to research songs that would be because I started off at 90, 90 beats per minute, one hundred eighty beats per minute, and then I go to like. 89 and by the end you're doing 85 94 because it's just so hard to find enough in that variable yeah so but with those ones that's what that's what the apple do won't it because they're all in a sort of a similar ballpark so they'll they'll equalize they'll they'll slow them down slightly or whatever so that they've all got the same thing but if you choose yeah like a really slow song like a ballad or or something like that in there (laughs) does it just speed it up so you've just got this bizarre richard marks squeaky voice thing going so on Al- alvin and the chipmunks end <laughs> yeah. up doing have you ever every run- love song <laughs> have you <laughs> have you ever run to uh richard marks no i haven't i've um i don't want to know think... what other activities you might have done to richard marks. <laughs> <laughs> just specifically asking about running <laughs> it's really weird he, he when he plays poker he sings as well does he really it's, uh, yeah he does yes yeah, classic marks that classic, oh, classic marks. typical marks yeah typical, typical marks, marks. But you're talking about your slower songs, and yeah. I've actually done half marathons before. I've done. I've I've probably had three songs in my life where, at the beginning of a race, that I thought, try and keep it calm. A song has come on that I've just thought this song is so incredible. And and you know when you discover a song almost for the first time, you've you've had it on your MP3 player for a while, but you just haven't really taken it in. Yeah. So um, I had that in Brighton Marathon, and I listened to the same song on repeat for 10 miles until I was ready to like unleash the speed and it was incredible elbow friend of ours beautiful beautiful almost orchestral song then I've had the same thing with um blood floods part two by alt j and what's great about that song the first half is quite different to the second half so and and I love the second half so I play the first half I'm like okay yeah waiting for it and then the second half comes and like yeah this is so good (laughs) it's amazing and then you've got to start again and so 
All right. You don't get bored of it because you're always looking forward to the second half. I like that. So you use the first half to deny yourself and feel like, uh, you need yeah. that contrast. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Okay. Have, all right, have you ever done this? Have you ever run without music, but music has sort of played in your head or you've got a song in your head that you can't get rid of? Oh, that's the worst. Again, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, we've, we've talked about so many things on the podcast, I'm not sure whether I've told this story already, but I want to tell it again. I ran to, I ran to Guildford from Brighton, mm. up the Downslink, and I, I didn't take any music with me, and all I had was Adele's rolling in the deep in my head, like over and over again. But the thing was, I didn't know all the words, <laughs> which is like the weirdest form of torture possible. And were you doing just the chorus, or were you doing the verses well, as well? You, if you don't know the words, you can. You, you, well, you do the best you can. But then after that, <laughs> I, after that, I thought, well, this was because this was just before MDS. So I thought, yeah. well, what happens if that happens in the MDS? I know what I'm going to learn oh. the words, so that if I do sing it, at least I'll know the words. And of course, I learned the words, and it never happened ever again. And did, did you not think to cut to a different song you knew? But you can't. Sometimes when you get stuff in your head, you just can't. Yeah, when you have children, this phenomenon gets worse. Because you have like frozen songs stuck in your head, which oh, prevent you yeah. from working. That prevent you and from doing all sorts of stuff. And they're made to stick in your head. They're, made, they're, they're designed to stick in your head. And then when you have to watch the film 37 times back to back, <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible, neurologically impossible for your brain to forget it. Oh, God. I mean, I, I, I listen to the charts each week just to see what's going on. And even that, is it Avril Mendez or that one song? I heard it once a week and that was way... But it was in the charts for 60 weeks or something oh, yeah. similar. And that was so, so, so far too many times, let alone have had a kid also playing it constantly. Yeah, it's crazy. Are there any songs that you listen to and they crop up again and they you associate them with a race or they associate them with like you feel nostalgic about them because they remind you about races not really just the just that elbow song friend of ours no i say there's one song that whenever i hear of it i think about running and you you know what it is because you were with me at the time is it Ooh, baby i love you Every day. Every day. Hey. Oh, what a tune as well. Big Mountain. I don't know, ever since, ever since we sung that um, at the end of the South Downs Way 100, we just, for the listeners here, this is, this is a song that we, we, we... What were we talking about? We were talking about Winona Ryder. Well, I was talking about when I'd written a... Um, <laughs> when, <laughs> yes. Do you remember? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, go on. This I think, t- I think she might listen as this well. Is, I used to really fancy this girl called Gypsy um, at school. And we're really good friends. Wait, it was that, one of those. Is that a real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't Gypsy. even like a hasher or something like that. What? What? You need to talk her, um, no, her, I mean, her parents were. I Gypsies. mean, her parents are legends. Her dad, I think, he presented. He was the compare for the very first Glastonbury, and used to be a radio DJ on Radio Luxembourg or Atlanta two five two. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's an absolute legend. So they they called their their son and daughter Jesse James and Gypsy Rose. So Jesse That's James it. is a gunslinger. I think Gypsy Rose is a stripper. Uh, 
that's always a, a good choice. Well, you know it's going to be unique. It's going to be memorable. Yeah, it certainly is, yes. Gypsy and I had this relationship where... Did she know about it? Was... it? Did she know about this relationship? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, completely. Oh, okay. We were really good friends. <laughs> right. now, it was one of those almost cliched non-relationships that you don't think happens where... Uh, she, she liked me for probably a year and a half when I was at school. And uh, she, was, she was younger than me. And... I, I really liked her, but I didn't really know it. And also, I was a massive... Um, I was completely ignorant towards women and um, dating etiquette and all things like that at school. Quite naive. So then when I left school, I suddenly thought, oh, man, I really, really like Gypsy. Um, why didn't I do anything about it at the time? So I then wrote her a... And she came up for this weekend, and we had an amazing time together. And I was teasing about who, you know, about boys and all of this. And she said there was this guy she liked, and she wouldn't tell me who it was. So for the whole weekend, she would tell me. And I didn't twig that it, having gone through every single male that I could ever think of, and it wasn't them, that maybe it was the, the obvious one. So at the end of the weekend, she told me, it's you, David. And I just went, uh, um, I really like you too. I've got to go to lectures. And then I went and did my mass lectures. So, um, kind of stuffed that up royally then i um then valentine's day was coming so i thought i know i'll send her a um an anonymous valentine's card that she'll hopefully figure out is me so i then did that thing of cutting out all the letters from a newspaper or a magazine yes yes similar to how kidnapping kidnappers do <laughs> i don't know why i thought that was a good approach so I then I then sent her this um, this card to a to a house. I knew it where her parents lived, and but I'd I'd seen the film Reality Bites by oh, yeah. Winona Ryder. Yeah, and in it it's about her and I think Ethan Hawke, who are two friends that get on really really well and they're mates and they date other people and the whole film's about how they should have been together and I, I can't remember if they get together or not. I think they end up getting together. So I signed off on this. Um, this card saying watch reality bites <laughs> we'll give it a Meaning... film recommendation <laughs> yeah, yeah well, i thought if she watches the film she'll realize that she be she should she should be in you know with with her friend and they should get together and be happy forever after and then think oh i should be with david he's my friend we should be together forever but unfortunately i didn't really explain the context of it <laughs> so she thought watch reality bites was a threat, essentially, <laughs> saying, watch out, reality's going to get you, reality bites. So it went horribly wrong. So how do we get on this? Oh, yeah. And in that film, I, was t- I don't know how, how is it, why I was explaining this to you even on the run. I guess when you're doing a, a 24-hour run, a 100-mile run, you talk about everything. Yeah, you but, run, um, out, you run yeah. out of ideas then, haven't you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we were we were trawling some um, some unusual territory. Yeah, some deep deep depths, and and so yeah, the 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 soundtrack, the main song for that film was Big Mountain, this white reggae band who were a little bit tryhard. Yeah, I think they're Spanish, aren't they? I think they're they're Spanish. I think so. Yeah, I thought they were meant to be Jamaican. No, I think I think that I think you can sort of tell. Let me. Let me check. I'll bet they're not. Oh, that they? is so confusing. Oh, if I they're, bet they're Span- not. I don't know. I had this idea that they were Spanish. Yeah, because there's a Spanish. There's a Spanish version of it. Wouldn't yeah, they be Monte? Joaquin Kino McWinnie. 
His name's Wack. Wow! How many cultures are they messed oh, up no, here? They are. They are American. American, okay. Yeah, they're from San Diego. Well, I don't know why I thought they were Spanish. I suppose this sounds like it's, it's, well from San Diego. It's probably uh, <laughs> <laughs> there. We go. <laughs> That's why they sound Spanish. <laughs> Answer my own question there, didn't I? <laughs> but yeah, the so we we ended this this hundred mile run. And by this stage, we were, I think we were a bit, both a little bit delirious, to be fair. Yeah. And we no, were just singing. We, yeah, that's right. We were just singing. We're still doing that thing of where you hear songs from ages ago, but you can't remember who sung them. A la 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 long. A la 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 long, 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 long. I remember. Uh, <laughs> was that, was that you, Pat, Pat Banton? No. And you also thought that was Chakadema some pliers, and it wasn't. The, they did tease me. Yeah, they and that was. Oh. Oh, is it? Uh, is it Big Circle? Big Circle, good knowledge. Circle, yes, it was. Circle. Yeah. And the trouble was, every single song that we named, <laughs> they were all all one-hit wonders, and they were all kind of the same genre and same person. Yeah, they all came out at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah, and I remember there the the uh, these these two girls who were running together as well. And they, they were coming down the hill, and uh, suddenly they started joining in, and they almost hit the delirium withers of, <laughs> we're so tired, we've been running for so long. And then it's Pate Banton and friends suddenly, <laughs> suddenly appears in the distance. Pate Banton. What did Pate Banton sing? Was that, was that bubbling hot? Hot, hot. <laughs> that, was, that was Pate Banton, wasn't it? <laughs> was it? I know he, he did a song with, with Peter Andre. Um, he didn't. Did he? Oh, what a combination. Sure. That is, <laughs> that is the, uh, two giants of, um, of pop music. <gasps> oh, wow. I've just seen what song it is. It's a, it's a huge song. What is it? Baby, come, bang, 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 bang. Baby, come, and bada, bye, 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 bye. Messing around. But that didn't mean that you had to leave town. Come back. Is that the one? Yeah, Pat Banton. Wow. Well, th- he's, actually, he's actually close to my heart because I used to have a darts team called, um, called Selector or Rejector. And every season we'd change our name to, to the huge annoyance of the, the league uh, organiser. <laughs> and so we'd, we'd have a, a competition where we'd get drunk and everyone would suggest a name, and whoever then won the game that night would, would win the name of the next year. And so one of them, we were just called Pato Banton and Friends, and they refused to let us in the league with that name. Um, and so we submitted it still, and then they just gave us a normal IC Select, Imperial College Select. So Pato Banton, he, we even had his picture up at one of our Dars games, because he was, uh, we said he sponsored the team. So Pato, Pato see, we, need, we need a challenge of Pato Banton now. We've got Richard Marks. We need a duet of... Richard Marks, come back. Oh, my goodness. Pato Banton. I don't wonder if anyone uses Pato Banton to inspire them onto a, onto a PB. <laughs> PB? Pato Banton! Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> it's made. It's made to happen. Oh, my God. So, on the, on the Facebook group, let's hear about your songs. That's where we want to find out. The songs that inspire you onto PBs, that ruin PBs, that ruin your races, that remind you of wonderful times when you're throwing up by the side of the road or collapsing after bonking. Or just, just stories about Pato Banton. <laughs> it's got to be... 
There's got to be at least three stories ever about Pads and Bantered. We we know one of them, so you need to come up with two more. We, well, so um, what you have to remember, David, is that we now have international listeners. So can you do. you have to just sum up Pato Banton in one sentence into the, the, what sort of mighty vocal talent he was? Okay, this is how I describe him. But a bye 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 that. But a bye 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 bye. Come back. Boom. But bum 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 bum. But does that does that do justice? It's really interesting because um, it, how you associate someone with a style of singing. Because every time I see Alicia Dixon, I can't help thinking. <laughs> I can't help thinking bomb and flex. I just can't. <laughs> What's that from? Bump well, because flex. she was in Mystique, wasn't she? She was like she was supposed to be like the rapper, wasn't she? Got, yeah, she was, she was the bad girl. Yeah. Not so oh, now. I did love her. Did you? Oh, wow. Had such a crush. I still do. She's the fe- female Pato Banton. <laughs> That's why. The female Pato Banton is the... What a, what a compliment. Yeah. What a compliment. Wow. So, um, but I, so where, where does he come from? We need people from... Oh, he's, he's from London. Really we cool. might be able to make this happen. Well, Pato Pat- Banton is from London. He's British. Yeah, well, of course he's British. He's from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Let's find him. Let's let's um. We need we need him to write to write our theme tune. It's got here. Pato Banton is a reggae singer and toaster from Birmingham, England. I don't know what, what that does means. What that mean? A, a toaster is that some reggae term? I love it. Oh. It's um, American DJ, apparently. Oh, uh, uh, is it? Pato means wise owl. I like <laughs> that. I like that a lot. Nice. Right, okay, so well, is this 11th day of Christmas my true love brought to me Pato Banton? <laughs> Are we going to out? That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to think in my head how to do these words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you ready for the um, the Pato Banton remix of the Eleven Days of Christmas? <laughs> On the Eleven Day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Eleven gigas songs. There, you can sing as well. It's not just me. You're you you're in deep on this as well. I don't even know what this accent is. <laughs> I don't know how to sing you Jamaican. Sound like, <laughs> you sound like Fagin or something. You sound like sort of like sort of a like whimsical gypsy type there. Like you want to see it, me? What's that? Um, that sounds like Bora. You sing like Giga uh, songs. <laughs> okay, you you still lead us off. You start us off on it. I have a. Okay, here we go. <laughs> On the eleven day of Christmas, my true love sent me eleven kickass songs, ten days, nine neighbors in like grapes, bloody nipples, seven morning minis. What a bye 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 bye. Six trading runs. Five. No, I did the wrong bit. The wrong. Oh, five riding fads. Four laps up. Oh, what's going on? No, three ways to go up to number twos and a shit maverick got in, bro. I think we, I think we got away with that. Bump and flex. Bump and flex. Uh, see you, see you in next year for uh, number twelve. 
<laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>